Hi everyone and welcome back to Self-Care Your Way to Success. Welcome to episode three, knowing your why and defining it. So I'm just gonna get to know you guys as listeners a little bit more. You guys get to know a little bit more about me and I think this episode is really gonna be about, you know, knowing your purpose and how do you define your purpose, right? I think that we'll never really be able to reach full happiness or satisfaction in our lives until we evaluate why it is that we do what we do and where we derive our principles and our values. So for me, I think there are a number of experiences in my life that kind of got me to knowing my why, which is essentially being a part of something bigger than myself and being able to inspire others and watch them realize their full potential. I think that's such a beautiful moment. It's such a captivating moment when you watch someone finally believe in themselves and prepare to impart their gifts and their talents on the rest of the world who you know will be better for it. It is one of the most magical moments I've ever seen. And I think, you know, there are a couple instances that I'll go through where I think that made a big impact um, on me, not just the person that realized their potential. So I think it probably started in fifth grade when I moved to sunny South Florida from beautiful Memphis, Tennessee. And there was this program called Play Pals, right? And Play Pals is a program that helps autistic children or children who've been diagnosed with autism to be able to be treated like normal kids. They have games for them, they play with them. We learn where their sensory skills are and whether they like to be touched or not because autism is on a spectrum, right? And there are kids that want affection and kids that don't. So we design games as volunteers to kind of help them through that. So I was like, this sounds like a great opportunity. I wanna do that. And the most magical part was not just seeing, you know, my 10 year old self having an impact on these kids, but also realizing the power that I had as a person, as an individual. Because I think so often in life, we kind of feel powerless. We kind of feel like we're just resorting to the whims of society and that we really don't have a full grasp on our lives, which couldn't be further from the truth. We are in control. We have the power to change our world and the worlds of people around us. And I think that the second we realize that we have so much power is the second that everything changes for us. And I just remember I, they also had like a news station come and interview us. And there's a video on YouTube still up. And I remember just seeing my 10 year old self and how much of a belief she had in the world and others and her ability to help. And anytime I kind of get down on myself as an adult, I remember the spirit of my childhood. I remember the tenacity and the drive I had and not letting anything get in my way. And I, and I urge you to, when you're starting to doubt yourself, remember the spirit of your childhood. Remember how when you were younger, you believed anything was possible and you didn't let anything stand in your way. Remember that spirit when you when you encounter a roadblock or you face a challenge. Remember that spirit and remember that success is the only outcome you'll settle for. And even if you don't do as well as you want today, every day is an opportunity to succeed. And that just goes back to my why in the sense that I knew in that moment, I wasn't sure at 10 years old what I wanted to do with my life, but I knew that I wanted to help people and inspire confidence in them. 
And I really didn't know like what path that would take. I mean, here I am doing a podcast on self-care your way to success and inspiring others. But I didn't know at 10 years old that that's what I wanted to do. I just knew that I wanted to help others and I wanted to encourage them to believe in themselves because there's enough negativity in the world and I wanted to make it my sole job to spread positivity. So that instance was one where I realized the power of helping others and seeing them believe in themselves. Fast forward, you know, my mom talked about, if you were listening last week, she talked about me in Model UN and how all that stuff happened where they put me in a room by myself at the conference for high school. And I just decided that I was going to win, right? And then I realized my power as an individual. So, you know, Play Pals in fifth grade helped me realize my power as a part of something bigger than myself. But Model UN in high school kind of solidified that in the sense that I realized that even if I'm by myself, I'm still a part of something bigger. I don't need the confirmation of being a part of a group because sometimes you have to stand alone. In your success journey, sometimes you have to stand alone. People aren't going to understand your vision. They're not going to see what you're trying to do because they've never seen it happen. It's beyond their scope. It's beyond their grasp. But you can't let that discourage you. You can't let that get you down because it's hard not having the validation of the people you care about, but you have to understand that the only validation you need is the validation from yourself. Is this something you want to do? Is this something where you feel you can make an impact? And is this something that you feel you will be successful in, right? And I don't want to hear, oh, I'm not sure. No, believe in yourself. If somebody's already done it, you can do it. If somebody already has a successful business in real estate, in candle making, in finance, if somebody has already done it, you can do it. If somebody's already successful as a server, as this, as that, you can do it. The only difference between you and that person is that they decided not to give up. So don't quit and keep going. Now, This isn't to say that you don't grow and learn in your journey in the sense that if someone's doing well in your field, learn from that person, right? Don't reinvent the wheel to a point, you know? If something's working and it's been working, learn that if you don't have the knowledge. That's obviously way more beneficial. But don't take, my mom always says this, she says don't take directions from someone who's never been where you're going. So why are you asking your server best friend for her opinion on your success in real estate or candle making? If she gives you a negative opinion, it's not valid because she hasn't succeeded in what it is that you're trying to do. And it's difficult because it's much easier to achieve things when people support you, right? But you have to be diligent and particular with who you share your ambitions and your dreams with because some people genuinely don't see the vision because they're projecting their fears onto you or that friend that you thought was a friend isn't really a friend now that you've decided to embark on a successful journey or success path that they would have never conceived about. So, you know, in the Model UN conference, going back to that and that experience I had, I saw the power I had as an individual. I saw that I was able to inspire others and watch them realize their full potential by asserting a leadership role and demanding that everyone had their voice heard and kind of like somehow from the ground up creating this little cohort in which I was able to shine and win best delegate. And this is probably the most euphoric feeling I've ever felt. 
And I felt that in the fifth grade as well, as I do now when I speak into this, this microphone. Happiness is knowing your purpose. And I know that I derive my principles and values from Christian influences, yes, but also all of these moments that I'm telling you guys about in which I realized the power of us as individuals. We sometimes spend our whole lives not asserting our power, and I think that that is such a tragedy. It is such a disservice to to get down on yourself. Because think about it, every time you get down on yourself, you are kind of preventing future people that you could help from using your services or using your knowledge. You have to believe in yourself so that others will believe in you, right? It's true. Honestly, the most beautiful people are those who are confident, right? Those are the most beautiful people. Those are the most attractive people. And you ever just see someone walk into the room and like, you know, what they look like aside, they just have something. It's just the way they carry themselves. That is confidence that can easily be created by changing the way that you talk to yourself. And the way you talk to yourself is self-care. Everyone projects outwardly into self-care. Meditation, yoga, fitness is great. I just left a Pilates class. Yes, those are all important things. But I'm always watching how I'm talking to myself. I'm always making sure I'm mentally giving myself affirmations and inspiring myself to be better. And it's tough. It's maintenance. Having a positivity mindset is maintenance. Every single day, it's maintenance. And, you know... It's something that I had to learn over time. It's something that didn't just come out of nowhere. It came from reading and educating myself and, you know, all of the above. It, it took work. But if you do nothing else for your self-care besides read this podcast, I mean, not read this podcast, besides read a book or, or listen to this podcast, then I hope that I impart a little nugget onto you that you won't forget. And that is, how are you talking to yourself? Tell yourself that you are worthy, that you are capable, that nothing will stand in your way. And I promise the life that you want is possible. It's more than possible. It is achievable beyond your wildest desires. And and the reason why you have to find your why. So your why may be that you want to help people. It may be that um, you want to impact others, whether you're a therapist and you want to help as many people as possible, or you're in finance and you want to like impart financial literacy. Really dig deep and kind of do some self-reflection today and find your why. So my why, I didn't kind of like, package all of these experiences into knowing my why is inspiring others and watching them realize their potential until 22, right? So from fifth grade, I had that experience at 10 years old. I had that experience at 16, 17. And then I had, you know, another experience in college where I became the VP of membership for FIU Toastmasters, Florida International University Toastmasters. And essentially what that is, is it's a public speaking organization that is global and I saw how the power of my public speaking inspired others and encouraged other people to realize their power and their potential. And that kind of just did it for me. 
after that, shortly, shortly after that, COVID happened. And, you know, I kind of got away from my dreams and desires. But then, you know, a good friend of mine started a podcast. And, you know, on top of that, you know, I went to East Africa with my dad and saw the power of real estate. And like all these things kind of just like came together for me. And I was like, wait a minute, all these experiences have made me realize that this is my why. So I encourage you to kind of like do a like catalog of all the experiences in your life that have kind of defined you, right? And it could be something simple. Maybe you went to the park one day and the sun was just extra warm and you remember that and that impacted you. It doesn't have to be like these grand experiences that really shaped your life. Just go and kind of like do a thorough like look, a thorough insight into your life and the experiences that have kind of shaped you as a person and then be like okay what really brightens me up what really lights my fire is it helping people get better skin is it helping people start their businesses is it helping people feel empowered is it helping people at all i mean i hope it is helping people but you never know all these things are valid and then say and then whenever you kind of lose track or lose sight of your vision because you know if you're an entrepreneur or you want to do well in your job or in your fields, you know, there are going to be some hard days, but just come back to your why and then start to develop daily practices around your why to stay steadfast and focused on on your end goals. And that's the hard part because, you know, we're all going to have bad days. And I hate that social media and like the TV and all that kind of stuff glamorizes these these grand outcomes, but you never really get to follow the process of everything that's happening. And that's super toxic because all of these entrepreneurs with these great businesses have had hard days, right? They all have hard days. None of us on this planet are immune to hard days. And what do they do in those moments? They decide, okay, hey, today was a hard day, but I'm still working towards ABC. I'm still going to accomplish ABC. This hard day was not a make or break in my end goal. I'm not going to let it. Take me off my path. I'm just going to go over it. There's a big tree in the middle of the road to success. I'm going to find a way around it or I'm going to find a way through it. Either way, I'm staying on the success road. That tree that fell in the middle of it is not going to make or break my why, right? The why has to be bigger than yourself. It can't just be, oh my God, I want to make a lot of money. I want to buy a nice car, blah, blah, blah. And those are important. Those are valid. But I find that those motivations can falter quite easily when we're faced with setbacks. And that's the important part about your why. Your why has to be about a cause bigger than you. It has to be about building something that will outlast you in your lifetime, right? And that's, that's huge thinking, right? It's scary to think that big. But think bigger. Stop limiting yourself. Yes, you can have the empire. Yes, you can be global. Yes, you can create a legacy. Do not limit yourself. Do not allow society to crush your dreams and encourage you to be more realistic. I find that most people who say, oh my God, I'm, I'm just realistic are actually pessimistic. Realism to me is optimism in achievable parameters. That's what realism should be. But we've decided in society that we're going to accept, you know, realism when it's really pessimism in disguise no it should not be the realistic paradigm the realistic worldview to be negative i don't accept that i refuse to accept that it's just not true 
you can achieve everything you want in life, everything beyond your wildest dreams. And forget anyone who tells you otherwise. That's the tough part. Most people are not going to want to do what you're doing. Most people, when you're trying to be successful, they're content to stay where they are in their comfort zone. But success is not going to happen in your comfort zone. But you have to remember through all of this that no one is more capable of the life you envision than yourself. But it all starts with knowing your why, defining it, and then reinforcing your why in daily practices through daily practices, right? So what do I mean by that? So say your why is I want to help people be as successful as possible. Okay, well, are you helping yourself be as successful as possible? And are you doing that by reminding yourself every day you're going to kill it? You got this. You're going to be amazing. You're going to crush this. Today is going to be an amazing day. And I am grateful for the air in my lungs because I woke up. I'm not done. These are things I tell myself. I tell myself, don't quit. I say, myself, I say to myself, no one is more capable of the life you envision than yourself. Every single morning, I say these things to myself. I say, today is going to be a great day. Not only, I don't, I don't like, I'm not a sidekick. I can't predict the future, but I'm willing it to be a great day every single day I wake up. And then the second I don't do these things, you'd be surprised how, how my day takes a turn for, you know, a negative turn or is not as good as it usually is because I've got to do my affirmations. And I know it seems crazy to talk out loud to yourself, but it's important. If, if you're not speaking positivity and love into yourself, how can you expect to survive on your success journey? You're not. You're not going to survive. You have to love yourself so unapologetically that that love radiates onto other people and that love radiates into every corner of your life. So I have a love so big for myself and for other people, whether they're mad, sad, angry, regardless of their political views, that even if I have something happen like a setback or a challenge that I face during the day, I'm like, you know what? I love this journey. I love this challenge. I love this setback. And then all of a sudden, it's not a setback or a challenge. It's just a speed bump. It's just, you know, a little turn I had to take on my success journey. It's no longer as formidable as it once was. Because, you know, we have to be careful how we label things. And that's that's all goes back to knowing my why. How can I project positivity into other people if I'm not doing that to myself on a day-to-day basis? It's not possible. There's literally no way. So sit down today, catalog your experiences, find your why, and then find a way to reinforce your why through daily self-care practices. And what I mean by that is inward self-care. How are you talking to yourself? What do you say every morning to get yourself going and light your fire and remind yourself that you're capable of so much more than you can possibly ever imagine? Do it. I promise it will reframe everything. And if if the end result is like Maya, like my why is so counter to what I'm doing in life, maybe it's time for you to pivot. Maybe it's time for you to save your coins in your current role and pivot to something that is speaking to your why. Because until your your day-to-day is kind of solidified in your purpose, there's no way you'll reach your full potential. And I know that's scary. Change is scary, but success is not going to happen in your comfort zone. It's just not. Now, you can live in your comfort zone forever, but just be content and satisfied with the fact that you're never reaching your full potential in that comfort zone. 
and there's nothing there's nothing wrong with not reaching you know your full potential if that's what you want but if you're listening to this podcast it means you probably have some sort of innate desire to reach your full potential and that's not going to happen in your comfort zone it means doing the uncomfortable it means reading more books it means listening to more podcasts it means educating yourself it means learning your why it means speaking to yourself every morning in the mirror with positivity and hyping yourself up even when it feels a little uncomfortable and odd at first trust me it works and you will feel better for it but if you enjoyed this episode please be sure to share like on instagram comment let me know what topics you want to hear about and i really hope you take these daily practices into your life and actually employ them and then give me feedback let me know how you felt hyping yourself up in the mirror and the way you talk to yourself and cataloging your life experiences let me know what the difference is between before and after you started doing these things and definitely be sure to tune in next week for episode four which I will have a guest on. So that'll be pretty exciting. And thank you for listening and tuning in to Self-Care Your Way to Success. Have an amazing, beautiful, positive day. Bye now.